Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Settle down, ladies and gentlemen. We have returned. It's the football ramble, Woo-hoo! and the, we're in your ears. The what ramble? The football ramble. Football. Exactly. Foot. It seems like such a long time ago. <laughs> oh yeah. my giddy aunt! The Euros <laughs> are a mere distant memory. <laughs> but my name is still Marcus, and I've got Pete with me. Toy de Wadokodeska. Luke, Pete, Jack. All right. Yeah. Uh, and Jim, as always, we send him up to Edinburgh for the month of August, yeah. so you can get used to us before we introduce you back to him. It's rehab. Yeah. We don't like <laughs> August, Jim. No. <laughs> he, comes out, he comes out in sores for some reason. It's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be rather out of miles. Uh, but it's good to see you again, listeners. Uh, yeah. We're going to start um, the show with the simple question of what would you like to see happen this season? But just one thing, Pete, one thing. My kind of major hope is kind of something I alluded to um, about five seconds ago is that mm. the Olympics doesn't overshadow what is still a fine, fine Premier League. And let us not forget how the end of the Premier League and the other, um, you know, the other leagues around the world mm-hmm. finished last season yeah. because it was there was a lot of very exciting football played and the Euros were very good as well. So that's what I want to see. Okay, right. It's a good shout because, um, as you as you said, it, it's been so much sport. It's been a fiesta of mm. sport. One of the, the great sporting years. It's been but amazing. It has been amazing. Mm. But like Rob, Rob Beasley in the Sun did like a bit of a hatchet job on the Premier League and the, the Community Shield in particular. And I thought, you know what? It's completely different. It's an amateur competition. Uh, most of the you know most of the competitors in the in the Olympics. I, mm. I don't think it's if Sky or even the Sun, yeah. if News International want to splash some cash athletics way, feel free. But I, I don't I don't think attacking our national pastime is really. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think there's a lot of a lot of comparisons can be made, but the comparisons are limited, as you say. Um, and a friend of mine made me laugh. He said people keep saying, "Oh, why is there so much money in football? Why is there not any money in long jump?" So, well, when do you go and watch long jump? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get exactly. yourself down at Crystal Palace. And, I, uh, I just think, I mean, obviously there are several athletes, obviously at the very top end, like Bolt, who are very, who are very wealthy and stuff like that. But at yeah. the same time, 
it's they're, they're, it's clear they're competing for the sake of competing. They're competing because they want to be the best, not because they they've had this mm. sort of vested interest financially in it. Um, and it was, it was good to see. But at the yeah. same time, we love the Premier League and, and football yeah. in general as well for different reasons. The Olympics has been magnificent. Though. Yeah, and, but it's good that there was there was football at the Olympics. But I didn't really get that into. It. I, I watched no. it for, for, yeah. for no, but I, I treated it very much as I'm watching. Football at the Olympics, yeah. not football, you know. But yeah. anyway, look, what, what was your one? Well, leading on from that, I was actually okay. lucky enough to be at the women's football final. Oh, yeah. Which was uh, USA. I saw GB ladies play Brazil. Brilliant. Oh, did you? Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, this was um, USA versus Japan, as yes. you probably know. A brilliant. It was a brilliant game. Yeah. Uh, uh, Woodwork, I think, was hit about five times. Hope Solo. What a name. What a, what a save. Is that a save? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's close. Brilliant, yeah. Um, anyway, the, what I was going to mention she's was... she's beautiful. Shh. Yes, she is. And, and I'd like to see more of her. Pro- pro- <laughs> proper talks. It's got a proper potty mouth as well, which is brilliant. Really? You like yeah. that, do you? Because you're a northerner. You like, well, you like, you like that. Oh, well. come on. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, at the, end of the, at the end of the game, as I'm sure you've all seen in the press, um, Seth Blatter got the most almighty cacophony of booze. Did you give it some? Oh, big time. Yeah. yeah. And, <laughs> and, but it worked because at the men's final, which, which I was at, yeah. he wasn't there, wasn't was he? There. So, the, the trick for this season, wherever you see Blatter, boo him and he won't yeah. turn up again. Wherever you see anyone boo them yeah just yeah unless yeah. they've been a victim of a racist attack yeah blatter blanter no no okay Booter. uh my thing this season i would like to see uh a poor old andy carroll he's been um where's he gonna play nobody seems to sort of want him or those who want him can't afford him i want to see him finish top scorer and not one of the goals scored with his head <laughs> an ambitious early shot <laughs> and his left peg everything on his left yeah yeah, well, he's, he's playing uh, pre-season matches. I don't see why he, yeah, he wouldn't true. be employed at some point. True. Well, we'll, we'll talk about Liverpool mm. in a bit. Let's have a little chat about Team GB. Yeah. I saw them against the UAE. Yeah, Sturridge with a lovely chip. Yeah, it was yeah. a great finish. That. Yeah. yeah. What did we think of the whole UAE experiment? Would you call it, Pete? What the Team GB? Oh, experiment? The, Sorry. Yeah. What, um, you, what do you reckon? It had the air of something quite temporary. Yep. Which obviously it was. It's hard to see it being utilised again because I mean. They're not going to want to qualify. But doesn't for Stuart, anything, are they? Doesn't Stuart Pearce alone have the air of something quite temporary? Stuart Pearce is, 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 is mad. <laughs> He's mad as a nail, Stuart Pearce. He's just like, he just carries on regardless, yeah, it's, doesn't he? It's kind of to be admired. In I, I read a rumour today that there's a new, um, or some new role being employed for football, like. Um, Technical, whatever it is, he'll take it. Yeah, he's a, apparently people say he's applied for this stuff. <laughs> Stop applying for things, Stuart Pearce. <laughs> but, yeah, but aside from all the political things around the Scottish FA and the Welsh FA, all that sort of thing, as Pete just said, it'll be, it's very difficult to imagine them finding time to qualify for another one in Rio, for example. So mm. it was always going to be quite temporary. Yeah. I think some of the players um, did themselves great credit, actually. Very enjoyable. It was. It was useful to. Um, it, at the end of the day, it was. A, it was tournament football, which a lot of these young mm. young lads and uh, lasses wouldn't necessarily. Well, it's um, the size of the Euros, you know. sixteen yeah. teams mm. for the men's for the men's competition and for the female game. Uh, Carney and Horton. God, they they've got some moves. Brilliant. Which one? Carney and Horton. Carney and Horton. Yeah, Two yeah, separate yeah, yeah. players. <laughs> <laughs> Carney Horton. I have. I have to say, one of my one of the best things that happened over the summer was seen at St James's Park during the Olympic football and it was Switzerland versus Gabon mm, yeah. and uh, the English we love an underdog and in fact <laughs> I would extend that to Holt of Great Britain and Ireland you know and uh, they, uh, clearly I think the Swiss were putting in some tasty challenges mm. and so the locals up there got behind Gabon <laughs> and you could hear from the stands Gabon 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 <laughs> good shout I'm, good glad that, I'm glad that song has reared its head nice <laughs> nice and early a this is my favourite thing over the summer. Yeah, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was at the um, I went to Mexico Senegal, um, which which would have 
been Great Britain if they had not won their group. Yes. Um, so it was very busy. Mexico were brilliant. They were superb. They really and in were. the final, they were brilliant against Brazil. Yeah. But the, the Mexico Senegal game, they went two up and, mm. and they were cruising really. Uh, Senegal had a chance or two, but they let Senegal back in. Senegal uh, equalised back the two all, it went to extra time. Yeah. Mexico blitzed them 4 2 in extra time. Um, I'll tell you it was excellent uh, Giovanni Dos Santos Yeah The only player in that whole squad That doesn't play in Mexico I believe Oh okay right um, It's nice to see Salcedo A former yeah. uh, Fulham player Yeah he, he played well actually He did play well And uh, Peralta in the final Was excellent against Brazil So I, did, I didn't um, I saw the Mexico-Brazil uh, highlights But I didn't see the game So you were at the game Yeah you? The Mexico were good value I mean uh, it, uh, Brazil nearly got two goals At the end Obviously got the one through Hulk And it would have been a shame On Mexico yeah. But they, they were good value. Brazil just didn't turn up for the final. It was so strange because they wanted the gold so badly. Yeah. But it was a classic case of a team of individuals who just didn't click in the final against a proper team. You know? They do. I mean, I thought they, look, they do look quite individualistic. Actually. Yeah. I mean, Mexico scored an early goal, which then they could relax. But it's just it's, it was it was nice for Mexico because often when they go to the big tournaments, they've got decent size, they've got good ball playing players. They're technically very good. Yeah, but they just don't have a couple of big names, you know, mm. that'll mm. just. Like um, I don't know a Neymar or something. No, in fact, you use the example when they played England and England won three one at Wembley. Yeah, that was a robbery. Though. It was a robbery. But, but England have a couple of players like I don't know a Gerard or a Rooney or whatever in that type of friendly atmosphere at Wembley. They can just turn around and bash one in or do something. Yeah. And if Mexico just had you know the like sort of Hugo Sanchez or somebody like that who could just pop up with something, mm. they, they'd really make a big impression on tournaments. Still, it's the first Olympic goal for them as well, isn't it? In London, twenty twelve. Yeah, no, they're their first football goal oh is that right okay Mexico, yeah. I think. yeah I think it was yeah, yeah. My, my, my favourite match was uh, USA Canada in the um, female uh, that was excellent what a game what a game it was at 3 all until yeah. ex- the end of extra time and yeah. it's called bloody hell and the um, last minute of extra time um, Alex Morgan scored a header didn't she to go through but I forget the name of the guy who scored the hat-trick for Canada in the post-match interview because I saw that at home on mm. telly the post-match interview she's like oh, yeah, I'm just sorry just sorry that we've let everyone down and I, was, I was actually screamed at my time, you have not let anyone down <laughs> never say that yeah. I'm not, I am not hearing that from you not today <laughs> <laughs> anyway I was um, screaming at the telly so much during the Olympics I love, I love it Pete's, Pete's request of let's not the Olympics overshadow football it's a football podcast we've talked about mainly about <laughs> yeah. the Olympics so we're going to move on to the Community Shield aka the big one the big one yeah um, and it was Chelsea 2 Manchester United 3 Ivanovic harshly sent off in, in uh, um, <laughs> Andy, uh, Townsend. Andy Townsend I nearly said Pete Townsend I've got the closing ceremony <laughs> <laughs> Andy Townsend when on. Andy Townsend said that uh, Ivanovic's uh, red card wasn't sent off I just sat back in my chair and went ah oh, we're back <laughs> Well, welcome to the new Townsend, same as the old Townsend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, the king oh. is dead. Oh, Long I, the king. I, I, I enjoyed the commentary of the Olympics yeah. <laughs> for every other sport. Um, uh, generic Jeff Shreves comment. I didn't see any Jeff Shreves. No, I'm just saying Ivanovic is getting sent off. Yeah. You've just been sent off. But City. Yeah. Tevez. Yeah. Linking up terrifically well with Aguero. If, if he can. Well, it's a big if. But you know what I'm going to say? They'll be a, they'll be a force. Like we all last season without him. <laughs> we all know when it comes to Tevez, there's only one box that he's ticking, and that's the, mm. the motivation and the focus. I mean, yeah. everything else is taken care of because he's so good. Yeah, just get him um, on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and when and that goal he scored was amazing. Yeah. It's really funny what he said in the in the post match interview. Mm. Um, he was interviewed in Spanish, and it was translated. <laughs> and I know it may have been translated incorrectly, but the translation I read was. And he, he's got a really fuck, I know he doesn't speak that much Does he But he's quite mm. mumbly Isn't he He, 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 he mumbles everything He doesn't speak Spanish no, very the translation well of what he, The translation of what he said Was that mm. the interviewer said Oh how was you, Were you happy with your goal And he went It was more or less a goal That's so 
<laughs> oh right, okay. Fair so enough. how do you define a goal? <laughs> exactly, <answer>? yeah. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, interesting game. Ivanovic definitely sending off for you, Pete. <laughs> yes, because his foot <laughs> went over the top of the ball. Yep. It was high and mm. it was two-footed and there was studs. Two-footed high studs over the ball. Yeah. You know, put in a headbutt. As Luke said earlier, that. a number yeah. of, all the boxes ticked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what more do you want for a red Could have shouted the N-word at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe that would have confirmed it for, for good old uh, Townsend. But yeah, is, is uh, do we read much into the Community Shield? I was lovely, lovely finish by Torres. Mm. Uh, was for for Chelsea, shot. great little goal. A mm. through matter from Ramirez. I, I thought he couldn't score goals, Pete. Oh, well, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's already got, he's underway. I thought the only thing I would say is I thought the keeper went down a little bit early, but it was a very good goal. Mm. I, I think that... Um, Chelsea had a couple of players who weren't um, who weren't available. Like Oscar's not around at the mm-hmm. moment, and, and Marine didn't play. But um, Hazard looked a little bit quiet. He did, didn't he? Not, not not necessarily quiet. As far as he wasn't quiet, as far as he wanted to get on the board a lot, and you could see he wanted to influence the game, but he didn't have his best his best debut. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah. it wasn't great. Are we, are we slightly concerned he could go to ground a lot? Yeah, well, absolutely. I think I think that would be a concern. But the biggest concern I think for Chelsea with with, with um, Hazard will possibly be. Uh, from what I know of him, the type of character he is, he'll demand to play. Yeah, and if he mm. and that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if he's not playing that well, and then he starts demanding to play, Di Matteo's gonna have a job on his hands because Di Matteo isn't isn't hugely experienced at dealing with big big players. I mean, I know uh, they won the Champions League last season, but there's question marks over who was the, the biggest influence in that dressing room. You know, so it'll be a big test for him. I hope he gets through it. Cause I like Di Matteo, but we'll, we'll see. Ha- yeah, Hazard's going to be a, uh, could be a right one. I mean, he's a type of player who, if not playing well, he'll maybe blame others yeah because the alarm bell started ringing when he announced who he was going to sign for on Twitter well, oh, that, I'm making a big thing of it this is all about me that, that, all, the, all that Twitter business with him was, was disgracing it was quite funny Pete when he said um, well I might have some bad games you know so that's, that's probably just what's going to happen is Wait, he preempting something what do you want play then yeah. <laughs> but I mean yeah. uh, you know community shield it's, or charity shield or whatever I yeah. want to call it in my mind yeah. um, you know all bets <laughs> off really it's, it's either really feisty and really horrible or it's um, a little well, bit Five like, goals, yeah, yeah, can't argue. Exactly. <laughs> Man City's goals were all in quick succession. But when when Hazard said that, oh yeah, I may have some bad games. Just reckon Di Matteo was thinking, what's French for loan move? <laughs> <laughs> thinking, hang on, yeah. your agent never said that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. um, two uh, community shields in a row with, row with five goals. Yeah, not bad. Is just, it? Yeah. just suddenly realised, not that. bad. This yeah. shield, not bad. These shields. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, moving on to the Premier League, um, uh, Man City. Have, looks as like they've signed Jack Rodwell for 15 million it's a lot for a, a substitute I was excited about it and do you know why I was excited about it because I thought he might play in a back three as a libero what Jack Rodwell yeah well you never know do you oh, yeah, well, that's one thing we've got to say with City there was a back there's, there's massive uh, uh, goings on of a back three yeah well, and, and, and there's all sorts of talk well, there has been in the later part of the summer mm. that Mancini has seen teams in Italy playing yeah. the back and he wants to do it totally so well, maybe, maybe that's the thing for the, for the European campaign possibly but putting yeah, put two, two, two together and, and possibly come up with five I don't know is that why he signed Rodwell to slot him in there really he's wow imagine it at that age like, would you really yeah, trust he, him? Well, he can't play he's, he's not going to play ahead of Torre He's not gonna, I mean, I suppose Torre can play further forward, I suppose. But is he going to get a, is he going to get a role in that defensive midfield position? His, his, qu- his court, uh, the players' court itself, um, was the hard work starts today. If I was David Moyes, I'd be like, piss off! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What have you been doing for the last couple of years, you dick? <laughs> yeah. Um, he's uh, yeah, and he's he's a great footballer. And I say footballer because that's what he is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, lest we forget, rest in peace. Um, <laughs> do, do you really think Sweeper? I'm just putting it out there. Okay. What is the ramble if it's not unsubstantiated <laughs> and rumours 
and ill-thought-out opinions. For a minute there, I forgot what... impressions. Yeah, for a minute I forgot part of what we were all about there. Um... Uh, yeah, I, I do worry about Rodwell Rod, Rod, going to City. Will he start games? Will he not? I don't know. But it's interesting what you say about the three-four-three. Well, I should back through. You'd imagine three-four-three because of of the front um, line of Tevez and, and Aguero. Yeah, um, and interchanging with probably David Silva as well. Yeah. That's a lovely front three, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> I'd love so, to see him play. I mean, as Peter said, it might just be in European football they'll do that. But I'd like to see him start a, th- a three at the back. It's, gr- it's brilliant. Mm. It's, it's a sun back three. That is. if you've got if you've got Lescott and company, company yeah. and you've got Dra- Jack Rodwell sweeping up, spraying <laughs> the ball around. Lovely stuff. Uh, you sprung that Rodwell on me. To be fair. <laughs> but you did. But listen, I'll tell you one thing. I would say, and that's a different situation. But when Mascherano mm. went to Barcelona, yeah. everyone thought, "Where's he going to play? He's not going to play. He plays centre back all the time for them now." It could happen. It does. That is Mascherano, though. I know that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, what about Manchester? There's no Hayden Mullins. What about, what about the quiet neighbours, um, Manchester United? Um, they've got Kagawa in. Good signing. Yeah. yeah. Nick Powell from Crew. Mm. Yeah. He's. He's. Um, I mean, we talked a bit about Nick Powell towards the back end. Sort of yeah, last great week, goal in the. Uh, Absolutely. The he's. He's. he's yeah. You know, it's obviously a, a huge prospect. I mean, how much he's going to play? But don't forget. We don't know. But don't forget, United have got um, cleverly back, and uh, Fletcher's been training again, hasn't he? Oh, has he? He's been training with the Scotland squad, yeah, mm. and, and so he may be back. And Carrick's obviously there. I still RV, think RVP on the way as well. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you think about RVP? Well, with Kogawa, you sort of think he's mm. got a goal. He's got a fairly decent goal mm. um, in their last friendly. I think it was. Mm. Was it against Stuttgart? I can't really remember now. Hamburg. But, um, yeah. I'll just wait for a million dollar baby to come back. Yeah. That's true. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. It's dodgy deal. Yeah. <laughs> but what I meant to ask you about what do you, th- what do you think about RVP going to United if that happens? I. Th- I th- <sighs> I, I mean, it's an odd one, isn't it? I mean, I would have thought Van Persie, Arsenal would have made sure if they're going to sell him, he'd go abroad. But why do you not even need him? Well, yeah, that as well, because there's the Rooney... I, I, they, I'm so, they sometimes go a bit mad um, sometimes and go right yeah we got money in the pocket yeah we'll buy, buy Berbatov and then he can sit on the bench for a bit you know it's just, he it's does just love a bit of strength and depth yeah but I just I know Berbatov is a good example actually but I, I well, think he'll want to play every match isn't it? Van Persie yeah. will want to play every game right he's 29 now would you I mean um, they've already got players playing this position but would he play him for right up top and Rooney in behind but he's got um, Hernandez as, as well and Welbeck and, and, tw- and at 29 he'll want moon money he'll want proper <laughs> and he's got injury he's got injury problems well, that's why I'm a bit stumped. I am yeah. quite surprised. And sure, they'd be much better off getting a fullback, which they need, or a proper midfield player. Is Owen still there? That's what no, I'm he's gone. He's, no, gone. he's a free he's agent. Gone. He's a free agent. Yeah. Good. I love that. He's only going to a club. He's a top Premier League club who is still in Europe, though, apparently, which is why he's still out of a job. <laughs> <laughs> Now he can make that move to Hull, mm. perhaps. Well, Newcastle can get through the qualifiers. <laughs> Would you have him back? Would you have him back? Um, uh, Man United, you know, one of the funnier signings for me was Park G. Sung going to QPR for Manchester United. Yeah. I didn't see that happening. Well, he's, he's sort of. Um, I think he's, he's sort of been short of his best for a while now, actually. And, then, and traditionally, Ferguson always played him big games, didn't he, because of his engine and that sort of mm. stuff. But I think, he just, I think he just fell a bit short yeah. last season, I'd say. Bit of, bit of, he saw the Olympics and thought, I need to get a bit of London life. Yeah, bit of that, yeah. <laughs> QPR have made a lot of signs, actually, haven't they? They have. Uh, Junior Hoylet is a decent one. Yeah. I thought uh, Rob Green. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan Where's, Nelson uh, Andrew all Johnson. this money Jesus yeah, right. I know they spent big they spent big in January they're spending big again yeah. they signed up Tarap to, to, to three a three year, year. Mm-hmm. and like oh, you forget Tarap's only 22 it's like bloody Blimey. hell he's got yeah. like 
Yeah, a couple, a couple of those players like Hoyler and, and Nelson Hughes would have, would have Fabio, worked, Brazilian would have worked with the Blackburn. Nelson. So I mean, it sort of makes a bit of sense from that. that Fernandez came out and sort of said um, it's important not to throw money at the game. It's like really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> throw it at the dressing room yep, instead. You're having, you having a good old go at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it indeed, uh, Liverpool have um, uh, bought Joe Allen for 15 million. Mm. Obviously, Brendan Rodgers in charge now. Um, previously of Swansea, uh, uh, Fabio Barini brought in from Roma, but they've had a little bit of a well, not a clear out. Strong a word, but Dirk Count's gone. I never yeah. thought he would. Yeah, he's gone. He was, Bacha, hasn't yeah, he? yeah, I mm. thought he'd be there forever. Aquilani finally, um, uh, Fabio Aurelio, Maxi Rodriguez, and Craig Bellamy. Bellamy's gone back to Cardiff City. That's about as clear outy as a clear out gets. I think. Do you think Marcus. so? I, yeah, yeah, okay, fair enough. It's, fair a good, enough. it's a good sign for Liverpool because because it means that Brendan Rodgers is being fully back. Joe you Allen, you mean? You, you look at the well, no, you just look at the the, the way that, that Rodgers has been given. Um, he seems to have been given a sort of carte blanche to do what he wants, mm. and the, and the, what, the evidence for that is the players you've just talked about. Yeah. He's cleared out players that he doesn't fancy, which he's been given the power to do that, which is great. Also. I mean, he's he's clearly been given the green light to offload Andy Carroll if he wants to. And if you think politically, that is a massive shout. He really I mean, is. Thirty-five yeah. million quid, however many or eighteen months ago, whatever it was. Yeah. And and you you wouldn't be surprised if in another sort of universe, John Henry or whoever's in, in charge at Liverpool said to Rogers, look. You can't really get rid of Andy Carroll because of this amount of money because yeah. politically it would look stupid. But but did you see that header against Sweden? Yeah. But yeah. especially as he's bringing in players like Joel and or, or he's brought in uh, John at um, you know twenty two yeah. fifteen million. Mm. You know, uh, Carroll's not a Rogers player, but Andy Carroll's the same same uh, same age and twice as expensive. You know, why not just keep him for crying out loud? Yeah. It, uh, but as I said before, he's played in the um, he's played in the in a couple of the friendlies. But do you think, Pete, though, that the way and Brendan scored? Yeah. As well. well, Brendan Rodgers obviously it was well documented how they played at Swansea last season you would imagine he would want to bring in um, that kind of style at Liverpool would he worry though if Carroll was in the team there would just be that British tendency to just knock it up to him and like, well, it would really sort of well tell you what just tell your players don't do that yeah, well, and force <laughs> it to play force it to use his left foot which he's you know he's brilliant at yeah and if there is an header going, he'll, he'll knock it in. Well, yeah, anyway. I suppose there's ways of doing it. I mean, I, I remember um, uh, John... header going. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> is there any right right headers around? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the market for one. Yeah. Was well, John Tigana, um, when he was in charge at Fulham, I can't remember who it was. Maybe it was the goalkeeper or a centre-back, but they mm. basically knocked... So maybe it was a goalkeeper from a by-kick or a centre-back knocked it long. Find him. Yeah, no, I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, nice so to see. Maybe yeah. that's how Liverpool will get their money back. You know, <laughs> off the players, they're going to they're going to fund Carroll's. It was, it was nice to see. I think Carroll, the, the, the uh, match that he scored in was Leverkusen, and uh, Sammy Hippie is uh, yeah, he's managing, managing yeah. there, oh, which yeah, I thought was really nice. Yeah, yeah. yeah, lovely stuff. And at Swansea, of course, Michael Laudrup's at the helm. Now I know yeah. he's been there for a little while, but Michael Laudrup at Swansea, huge. Michael Laudrup. This is why it's the greatest game in the world. It's a brilliant. I tell you what, Michael Laudrup <laughs> at Swansea is a huge gamble. Yeah, but I'm saying five years ago. Yeah. You know, Michael yeah. Laudrup as well. He's yeah. fantastic. And the yeah. Barcelona Wales. Yeah, but 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 you know, a few years on now, it doesn't. It's not that ridiculous. It kind of makes sense, really. You know, that you said the Barcelona Wales. I, I've probably told you this before, but um, when I, I know what you're going to say. When I was at uni, <laughs> I interviewed uh, Sam Haman yes. <laughs> when he was uh, owner of Cardiff, and he said to me, uh, completely seriously, mm. um, I've I've taken over Cardiff because um, I've. Genuinely believe that the Barcelona of Northern Europe. You see, you Northern said Northern you Europe. Wales. He said Northern yeah. Europe. Northern Europe. I've got it on tape as well. That's huge. Yeah, yeah, amazing. But Swansea. The thing about Loudoun is it's very exciting for us who don't support Swansea. And actually, no. To be honest, it probably is exciting for Swansea fans as well. Mm. But Loudoun, as a phenomenal player, you know, arguably yeah. one of the great, you know, the great, you know, who is it? Said he's the greatest player of the nineties. You know, he's done everything yeah. in the game. But his managerial record. He doesn't stick around long mm. normally, mm. and sometimes. I mean, I remember that. I forget what club it was now, but mm. he was Mallorca, he was he was, was announced to go manage a club, quite a big club, 
as well, and it was announced, and he and he reneged on it. They couldn't agree a deal, and so and, and then he didn't he didn't think twice. He just left. And the other the other clubs he's managed, he's only been there. Like he's at Spartak Moscow for a short amount of time. He's been at uh, Hetafe for a short amount of time as mm. well. So it's a big gamble. But the, the encouraging thing mm. for, for Swansea is obviously that he he will play nice football, which he has always done. Yeah. And he's signed players like Mitchu, who's who's you know who's decent. He's yeah. goal scoring midfield player, you know, who, who's who's done well. And he also signed a player called Chico, who I've never never really seen play centre back. Yeah. I genuinely hope it is Chico. <laughs> yeah. Chico time. All <laughs> right, I forgot about that. Yeah. Thanks for reminding me. No worries. How um, did you forget about that? They didn't get Sigurdsson though. Spurs got him. Mm. Mm. That was a coup. Yeah, I sort of thought that he, I sort of thought that um, he'd go work with Rogers again. Yeah, well, he's going to work for AVB, who's at Spurs. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be a funny season, isn't it? AVB there, Swansea. Is, it, is this is this the team AVB perhaps wanted at Chelsea? You know, slightly younger side, a bit more pacey. I think it's a good. I think it's a good fit. Yeah. I think it's as good a fit as, as Chelsea was a bad one actually because Levy will be patient with him he's, he needs a project he's, he's be, he'll be given one yeah. he'll be back to the transfer market I mean let's talk they're going to sign Yamba Villa today which is massive yeah. well they've got Vertonghen as well yeah. which is a decent sign I like Vertonghen and what about um, Modric Pete has that annoyed you over the, uh, the Olympics was a welcome distraction from Luka Modric alone yeah I mean, yeah. What, I mean what is going on with that <laughs> and I love that um, no really I've not heard <laughs> <laughs> well uh, I loved it that um, that the, they um, got Redknapp to comment on it, and he was going, "Wow, it's like Harry, piss off, mate!" <laughs> <laughs> just driving around in this car, just talking to anyone. Yeah, <laughs> lapping Stratford. He, ch- <laughs> he chucked his hat into the ring for the old uh, Russia job, didn't he, Redknapp? As well? No, I don't think he did. I think he was on the list. <laughs> okay, right. It's a long commute from the south coast. <laughs> yeah, <I> know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I did quite fancy him to go to the Middle East, maybe Redknapp, but as he, he won't move from Sandbank. Well, El Diego was given a private jet, so it was uh, good enough for him. That's true. Well, El Diego's out of a job. That was the, that was the big story of the summer, of course. Yeah. Uh, but perhaps more on him later. Um, but uh, Arsenal, the North London rivals, Cazorla. For me, Arsenal. And I'm fully prepared for this to come back and bite me on the arse, <laughs> as is a ramble tradition. Tweets at the ready. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's on the best business of the summer, actually. Do you know what? And when it comes to bite you on the arse, I remember the World Cup Fallout podcast. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, the Euros. Sorry. The Euros. The Euro. Sorry, the Euros. <laughs> another one. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the, the World Cup podcast wasn't much better. To be fair. <laughs> I was going to predict for either of us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got there in the end between us. Um, yeah, because uh, is a great, great signing, and uh, obviously they've got Giroud and Podolski. It just, it just uh, with the Cazorla thing, it just, it just reassures me, and it should reassure Arsenal fans as well that he, he's really that, good. That Wenger sees a player might be available, and he's completely convinced of his quality, which he should be because yeah. he's world class. And he's straight in there, bang. Why, why has no one else gone for him? Do you think everyone's been distracted? But and, and again, by the Olympics. Well, by the Olympics. <laughs> no, do you think, um, like you say? Wenger spotted him and said thank you very much whereas perhaps the other sides they've maybe been caught up in this Eden Hazard business and all the other sort of stuff Mm. and they're scrambling around for the players who the media are shouting about well possibly Wenger's got decent contacts there but the thing with Cazorla is I I firmly believe he was the best player in Spain outside the top two last season Mm. he's a world class player he can you know going forward he can create things he can score goals from long range he's he's amazing And, and not only that because of Malaga's sort of rapidly Descent, well, sort of rapid descent into financial turmoil, which seemed to happen a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, they managed to get him for less than Malaga signed him for. It's incredible, isn't it? Yeah, so Malaga signed him for about 21 million, whatever mm. it was. And what then, was the title, the title they got him? Was it 12? No, 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 no say again, sorry. Arsenal, how, that was 16. About 16 million, 16, yeah. So yeah. You, you got, actually got him for cheaper, which is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I th- and I you, could, and you've could, also got the league and top striker as well, so, you know. Exactly. Yeah, Giroud and Podolski. 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 <laughs> Podolski. Do you not think that no, you're just buying class? He's just so much experience. He knows what he's doing. He's got over a hundred international caps. True, but he does have his critics, though. 
Okay, yeah, fair enough. But um, I, which I was quite surprised because I thought that was quite an exciting um, signing from Arsenal's point of view. Scored a couple against his old club in a friendly, didn't he last yeah. week? And Steve Bold is uh, defensive coach, so you know. What more do you want? Another another fine signing. Did you see the uh, the quote from? Um, from Arsene Wenger uh, talking about you know the difficulties with RVP and, and other things he says uh, when I go to hell one day it will be less painful for me than for you because I'm used to suffering not <laughs> oh, <laughs> hell a bit melodramatic oh no right on a tattoo fella <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it'll look bitchy you feel like starting an emo band <laughs> <laughs> well, they get, well there's talk they might be able to convince Van Persie to stay I mean, if I was Van Persie and I saw those signs they made I'd, I'd, I'd give it another crack but the, if mm. you get the you know if you get the terms you know hmm. It's funny because like, people say, "What about the fans?" He'll score a couple of goals. That'll be the end of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the way it goes. Same with Tevez. Same with everyone else. He got a bad reception, didn't he? In the, yeah. 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 If Tevez is all right, it's exactly. now. You know. Yeah. Um, what about the promoter sides? Reading have been doing quite a bit of business. Um, uh, Gunter and McCleary from Forest. Not bad signings. Uh, the Pog. Pog feed Rebniak. him. Feed him. Yeah, yeah. He's, <laughs> he's going. There. Danny also, Guthrie, I thought was not a bad signing. Have they, have they also not also signed uh, Mariapa from Watford? Well, they have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent player and Nicky Shorey. Yeah. Yeah, as, as you just said, yeah, Guthrie had a really, really good um, second half of the season. Yeah, he, yeah. Sort of, he sort of came in and um, well, patched quite things a, a utility bit. man. He can yeah. Be, yeah. Why is yeah. Guthrie gone? First yeah, team I, football, I just, you know, I, yeah, I think okay. he wants to be a Premier League footballer. I think Reading could do all right. He wants a bit of Reading life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, I th- what do you think of the promoted side? Southampton, West Ham, and Reading. Big Sam's back with West Ham. Mm. I, th- I think West Ham will be all right. To be honest, do you think? Spent, spent a bit. Of Cash. Yeah. yeah. Reading, Southampton. I think Reading will do okay. I, th- I think they've, like, they've got. Ch- I got. I, I really rate Ryan McDermott. Will, will we see Ricky Lambert celebrate? <laughs> well, I, I was actually a couple of my friends, obviously being from where I'm from, I've got a few mates who support the other lot, and um, they were <laughs> they were saying that Lambert was a bit off the pace pre-season. I'm not sure if he's going to if he's going to make that much of an impact. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, he gets the you get the impression with Lambert, although he's been decent and he scored everywhere he's gone. There's got to be some sort of ceiling to his ability, mm. the type of player he is. Yeah. And but then, having said that, Grant Holt did well last season. So yeah, we yeah, never yeah. know. But I mean, I've just, I've just heard on the grapevine. Obviously, I've not really been taken in Southampton preseason games. Have you not? No, I've had stuff on at Pompey. Oh, right. Uh, but um, but um, there's a chance he, he may not have an impact this season. I don't think. Well, we shall wait and see. Um, uh, the opening day is this weekend, and we're ruddy looking forward to it. Yes. Ooh. Indeed we are. So. And the championship, of course, uh, will be kicking off soon. And Gianfranco Zola's back. Yeah, with Watford. I thought there was going to be a bit of an Italian revolution. There was talk of uh, Inzaghi going there, wasn't yeah. there at one wow. point? And I thought, yeah. at thirty-eight, mate, it's yeah. not. It's not time to be starting in English football. No. no. <laughs> Imagine how much you get battered around in the championship. <laughs> Oh, league two would have been brilliant. Just, if he'd have gone yeah. to League Two. Oh, can you imagine? But it's, it's an interesting little what for the tie, little t- Italian you'd have to tie up. His legs, isn't yeah. it? Little Italian sort of tie up. Interesting to see. What yeah, happens. it is. I like Zola. I think he. I think he's, he's got a potential to be a really good manager. So I'm pleased he's he's, he's back in the game. Manuel Amun- uh, Almunia. Yeah, he's going yeah, he's right. a Watford as well. I can't and they, and they won, which is brilliant. One nil. Yeah. There you go. Um, I did like this one from uh, Crystal Palace that Eddie Izzard, comedian Eddie Izzard, has become an associate director of the club. Yeah. And uh, he's all I love the quote. He said, "All I really want is for Crystal Palace to win every game from now until the end of time." Yeah, I heard that on uh, Five Live. <laughs> I interviewed him. Yeah, very funny. I didn't know he was into football actually. Izzard. Yeah, no, neither did I. Yeah, a massive Palace fan. Yeah, okay, right. Really big. So um, no one's perfect. <laughs> you see that uh, Juff has gone to uh, Leeds under Warnock. He's actually under, gone, isn't he? Under there Colin. Was, there was two. Is he going to have, su- have sewer out on the back of his shirt? <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that? He's a yeah. sewer rat. And, and Juff came back with, uh, "Who is he? Who is this Warnock? Yeah. <laughs> he is not Wenger. He is not." Uh, he, and he, the best thing was in that sort of quote, he said, "He is not Wenger. He's not Ferguson. He is not Sam Allardyce." <laughs> 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 
He loves Big Sam, old oh, Jufy. And, and Sam Adams calls him Jufy, doesn't he? Jufy. 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 Leeds, yeah. Well done to them in El Hadji Albert Jufy back into, uh, into football. Um, uh, yeah, championship, championship will always be good. Yeah. It's always good, it's always exciting. Yeah. Don't worry about it, ladies and gentlemen. No. That league's fine. <laughs> um, uh, league One, though. Yeah, with, with, with Portsmouth there's the big yep. story over the summer oh dear oh dear you've Port- received your annual handicap yeah it is like a golf handicap isn't it minus <laughs> 10 points you're that yeah. awesome yeah give you a, give you a point again the, the, um, yeah but I'm just pleased that we're still knocking about well uh, it was really touch and go wasn't it yeah but we, we've got a, um, a sort of squad made up of sort of trialists and and sort of academy players at the moment but I've, I've, been, I've been told that whatever happens because the ownership thing still isn't sorted out at the mm. time of recording but whatever happens the administrator said there's going to be players in place for the first game of the season so we'll see Liam Lawrence was the last season. Last at the door, yeah. He, he actually offered a, he actually offered to reduce his wages quite considerably to stick around. I think he's he been, quite he's liked been quite it. quite a good servant, isn't he? Yeah, yes, but um, but yeah, it can it can. James is not a bad player as well. I think he'd. he's decent. Yeah, at, at League One level. I mean, he'd be decent, yeah, he'd, be, yeah. he'd be clean up, wouldn't he? Um, before we leave England, we're going to go to the FA Cup. It's preliminary round time, and the experiment that is Wembley FC. <laughs> so, so, so how? I mean, do, do the listeners know that much about how far? How unreported has this been? I mean, cause, because basically Wembley FC have, have come, have sort of reinvented themselves yeah. with Terry Venables involved, yeah. and, and they've signed loads of sort of old legends, haven't they, for yeah. a limited amount of time to play in the FA Cup. Ray Parler, Graham Lasso, Brian McBride, Martin Cohen, and Claudio Canigia. And they played their first um, FA Cup game against, yeah. who was it, Langford? Lang- Langford, yeah. yeah. They won three two. And uh, I was at Wembley FC playing the combined counties Premier Division, which is eight tiers below the, the Premier League. Brian McBride and Claudio, can he just started up from? And can he just got a lovely one, didn't he? He did. He still got that turn of pace. <laughs> Has he really? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. Weak, kind of nipped in, you know. Yeah. Um, it's a funny one, isn't it? But get yourself down Wembley FC. Yeah, I, mean, I, d- I don't like this sort of marketing led. No, I'm going to use the word wank, but usually, <laughs> usually but then you're seeing Claudio Canigia play football, so it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, it is a tricky one. Do you <laughs> like it? Or do you not? <laughs> and LTL's back in work. Yeah, <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> you start singing again soon. Like a, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, let's go to um, the SPL. One of the big stories of the summer, without a doubt, was that Rangers have dropped down to the third tier of Scottish football. Or, or the Scottish third division rather and uh, the Rangers new coach Glasgow Rangers effectively went out of business yeah Mental. which is crazy yeah um, so, so Rangers new coach I mean it, it is pretty much the same club and all the rest of it but uh, they're all the way down there I think they were playing Peter Head weren't they the Peter Head aye yeah. so well, it'll, it'll just be it'll only be a two horse race in the SPL this year yeah um Come on, Celtic, and who else? And the magnificent Gargibai. <laughs> the drop points are away to Hibs in the big one. The what Redarby. an opener! What a season opener! <laughs> um, well, actually, that wasn't the first game of the season. That was um, the second week. But yeah, oh, so early, was, yeah, so yeah. early on, the yeah. Edinburgh derby. <laughs> Is that to try and distract people of the Rangers? I like, you know, I like how we're forced to talk about uh, Scotland this week, and and you know, it's due to the fact that Rangers have gone out of business. And Marcus, what, what's, <laughs> what Europa League team are quaking in their boots? <laughs> Liverpool yeah it's like a bye ladies and gentlemen yeah. um, I'm sorry Liverpool but um, if you were looking forward to European football this season then you'll have to wait for another year well, I think they've got a real chance Hearts be Liverpool I think they've got a real chance yeah, Rodgers hasn't got his game sorted alternatively Hearts will just win <laughs> <laughs> very true yeah so uh, keep an eye on the SPL it's all going to go off up there because Hearts are real contenders now Rangers are out of the way Yeah. Um, or do we see Celtic wrapping it up by November <laughs> yeah I think there's, there's, there are all bets are off for kind of a January I, I was thinking it'd be really interesting if they draw each other in the cup that'd be great who Rangers <laughs> yeah. 
Make it happen, organisers. Like yeah, you do all the other things. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> the warm ball. That's always Rangers. Yeah, yeah. Whoever's doing the draw this year. Um, uh, France. Yeah. League 1. Yeah. With, mm. with Paris Saint-Germain. Again, one of the stories of the summer. Yeah. Was uh, the big man, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And not only Zlatan, we had Levetsi going, of course, and Thiago Silva. Three massive signings for the French club. Yeah, it was really surprising that they managed to get hold because they've signed Lucas Moura as well, haven't they? So they ha- under Man United's notice. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't go till January. But they get him. Okay. Get him they offered him so much money. Yeah, that's, I mean that's how they're getting these players. Are they like what's Latin on? Oh, oh, he's like fourteen million euros a season or something obscene. I think that might even be half a tax as well. It's it, France's socialist government are just like what yeah. <laughs> you voted us in, and now yeah. this. You know? <laughs> they, they were saying that at the same time, but if you think of the, the tax revenues being raised by PSG, yeah. they're probably quite happy about it. <laughs> so much money well, coming. Yeah, but there'll the be ways around. But Zlatan already bailed him out, didn't he? I, I was literally going to walk off the pitch, and go, "You're welcome, everyone." No problem. <laughs> well, they were two 0 down in their first yeah. game at home to Lorient. But what I would say is that Zlatan. Missed a couple of good chances. Mm-hmm. Hit the post with a volley from very close out and a header. And but how many did he score? Two. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not going to be you're finding me complaining about the big man. But um, <laughs> well, one thing I would say is that this sort of um, experiment obviously doesn't always work with massive amount of money and loads <laughs> of players coming in. But the one thing they've got going for them is they've got Ancelotti, who's yes. a huge experience manager, yeah. knows how to win things. Uh, and also like win things with like big players as well. I think that, I th- yeah, exactly. And he can manage, manage egos, mm. things like that. He's done it always a player and a mm. manager. This will test you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it will test you. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> but be interesting how they get on. I think they'll win the league easily. But, they have to. But what, what do you think they'll do in the Champions League? That's well, that, the is, that is the question. I, I, I think Champions League, I think they'll do okay. I think it might just come. Um, I, I, you look at City last mm-hmm. season I think it would be the same thing they, they, they did alright they didn't get through the first round but Mancini's record in the Champions League as a manager is not very good though it isn't very good but, but Man City the, the, their priority <laughs> last season was to win the league obviously it's win the league every season but, but it was kind of like right we've got to win the league get that you've done. got to win the league and that's what Paris Saint-Germain yeah. have got to do because it'll just take the pressure off because there'll be huge pressure on them yeah. we've seen early, already Lorient going 2-0 up what was yeah. that all about you know mm. Maxwell the fullback scorer in own goal you know apparently that's part of the reason uh, Ibra went there because he's really good friends with Maxwell apparently is that right part of and he could be closer to London Exactly. Of the ramble. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, it will be um, very interesting. Thiago Silva's a great signing as well. Well, he's just the world's but best I, defender. Yeah, so, I, yeah, I love Zlatan's press conference. He's, he was promising trophies. <laughs> he wasn't. He wasn't. He was just like, well, when I leave here, whenever that will be, you know, I know I'll leave silverware behind me and all this. He's, he's promising the world. And it's Does just, he mean like cutlery that he's bought with his massive weight? Well, like? that's, <laughs> yeah. that's his uh, bailout, isn't it? If it doesn't quite happen. Because he said that in the press conference, I haven't really heard much about them, but they've definitely heard of me, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be very interesting. But, I mean, is it a shame to see him um, in, in, in not one of the top three leagues in Europe? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, but you know. But how do those how do those leagues become the top leagues? They got to get players, haven't they? So mm. uh, I suppose it's one of those things. Uh, uh, the amount of players Milan have lost though is crazy, isn't it? It is, yeah. They lost so many. I mean, I was surprised that um, there wasn't widespread mutiny when Thiago Silva and Zlatan went as well because the but, they, but they have a lot of money problems though. Yeah, no, yeah, they got to raise funds and stuff. But yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so indeed. Um, uh, well, let's go briefly to China because that's a league that's trying to. Crank up the pressure on their other, <laughs> all the other leagues surrounding it, which I imagine would be too hard. Didier Drogba has gone there with Nicholas Anelka at Shanghai Shenhua. Yeah. What a strike force for the Chinese <laughs> league! Bloody hell! Imagine that. <laughs> um, uh, Yakubu went there a couple of months ago, of course, and Seydou Keita um, from uh, from Barcelona has gone there. 
who joined the uh, Chinese side, um, Dalian Erbin. And he he links up with Peter Utaka, John's brother. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's rocking back there as well. Yeah, uh, formerly of Middlesbrough. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, there's, and there's talks of um, El Diego going over there and having a, having a chat to some Chinese officials about uh, becoming a manager. If the there. money's right. Could that be then? Yeah. No. <laughs> Champagne well, communism. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And before we get to international football, we've got to talk uh, briefly about um, Argentinian football, where River Plate have been promoted back into the big leagues. Another one of the big stories over the summer. And David Trezeguet playing his part there. Got, he went back there to set out to do that, and, and he has done it, which is great to see. Well, I think they lost their opening game, though. Okay. Um, and then Juan Roman Riquelme looks as though he's finished playing as well. Well, there was talk that he, he said that, because um, obviously he left Boca, and he said, oh, I'm not up to it anymore, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. he's got I've nothing left to give. But then there's rumours of a move to Santos or to some Brazilian club. I tell you so. what, if, go to China. Yeah. They'll pay him <laughs> a fortune, he won't have to. Do Doing much to get it. You have to do even less than what you're The spirit does. of football, ladies and <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear, oh, dear. Anyway, let's move on to international football um, before we get to some correspondence. And England uh, have picked a very young squad to play, a young squad of Frank Lampard uh, to play Italy. I just can't bring myself to care about this, can you? Really? Nah. It's just, it's just, uh, these sort of start of the season friendlies just seem so odd to me. Yeah. The, the only saving grace for this is it's being played at the Wank- Wankdorf Stadium. Yeah, that's a good yeah. one, isn't <laughs> it? So, yeah. yeah. It's a bit of a schlep for a lot of players. Yeah, um, leaving there. Well, you, all you do is you just get players pulling out the squads and stuff. It happens all over the place. Well, like I say, the chairman's pulled out, isn't he? Yeah. It? Yeah, mm. um, and uh, of course, other international uh, football news is that Russia have um, got Fabio Capello involved. Yes, uh, I did like the Russian sports minister uh, Vitali uh, Mutko, who said Capello has all the necessary requirements. But personally, I would have preferred Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Cheers. Anyway, welcome. Coffee machines over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely stay out of my sight every, yeah, yeah, yeah. every time he does something oh Jose wouldn't have done that <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sending the facts well, yeah, Jose doesn't do it like that oh dear oh dear was there any other news in international football over the summer no disgraced former FIFA presidents getting involved in the headlines uh, 150 year old Jao Havalange Jao <laughs> Havalange ex-FIFA president yeah. is, is officially 96 years old and he was finally revealed to be the crook we all kind of knew he was but I, I, I refuse to believe I know it sounds like almost like a contradiction in terms that he looks young for 96 right because 96 is really old yeah. <laughs> but I reckon he's about 120 yeah I, when you get to that level of sort of money it's, like, yeah. it's all swan's blood and monkey tears isn't it you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's having like he's having like orangutan, orangutans or embryos on toast to, yeah. <laughs> to preserve his life well disgrace is his after the, the millions he received in bribes um, was brought to light although Sep knew about all this and did nothing he said like back then it was alright to do it in the 90s <laughs> so I love that Carbonara song. <laughs> but um, Ricardo Teixeira was involved as well. But didn't Blatter say you can't judge those things on today's morals? It was the nineties. <laughs> not talking about like colonial uh, Britain. Uh, otherwise, it, about the New Testament. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. otherwise, it would end up with moral justice. Oh, that's no one wants that. No. No. <laughs> What do we um, want? Not moral justice. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> uh, that's for sure. <laughs> new FIFA re- ruling, new moral justice. What do we want? Moral injustice. Um, uh, yeah, the, uh, of course, the, the, the Swiss uh, prosecutor um, described th- these uh, payments as bribery payments, and FIFA did all they could to stop the, the, the prosecutions happening. 
Um, but uh, didn't he? Didn't he get stripped of his FIFA life presidency? Oh, so, talk yeah. of that. And then he's ninety six. M- yeah, many people <laughs> want the, um, the Avalanche Stadium in Rio to be renamed. So have that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I hope the next few years of your life are. You can't really do anything to Avalanche because he's so old. Yeah, that's. The he's, got, he's effectively got away with it, <laughs> <laughs> hasn't he? See yes. you in hell. But, yeah. but by yeah. the sort of the rationale of how many years they live, um, you, you can catch Sep now. Because he will live for another 50 years. Right? Yeah. So at least you can... When Havalanche is in hell with um, Arsene Wenger, <laughs> he'll be having a much worse time of it, though. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. Not used to that kind of thing. Oh, dear. Right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's a new season. It's a new era. Um, so we're going to mix up the old tired format. Uh, Pete, um, have you got a new game for us to get our teeth into? Yes, I have. That's uh, definitely not going for gold. Okay. I'm looking forward to this, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, in honour of um, Drogba going to Shanghai Shinoa, I bring you this. It's million pound drug, people. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Million pound drug. Right, okay. Cool. Are you ready to play Million Pound Drog? How do we play? <laughs> I was going to say. Can I have a yes from both of you? Yes. yes. It will become apparent. <laughs> Who am I? Pink Donaldson. My father, Matty, was a Finnish international. <laughs> Sounds rather a lot like going for gold. <laughs> no, play the game. Okay. Uh, what was the clue? My father, Matty, was a Finnish international. Stop. Yari Litmanen. No. <laughs> My middle name is Petiri. Stop. Stop. Sammy Hippier. No. I'm going to go for the third and final Finnish player. Go on. Miksu Patalainen. You have one million pound oh, job. Yes! No. <laughs> what do I win? Uh. <laughs> That's it. You have one million pound drug. You oh. get the point. You win. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. Winning. God, a bit of deja vu, yeah. but I'll take it. Yeah. I was going to go Anthony Naimi. Yeah. You haven't got that one. Anthony Naimi. Anthony. The other clues. Uh, I'm the eldest of three brothers, all of whom who have played professional soccer. Uh, my father, Matty, was a Finnish international. I was mentioned on the TV show Phoenix Knights. Uh, I helped a club get promoted from the English First Division in 94-95. My last job in Great Britain was at St Mirren at Bolton in the league. I scored sixty. Uh, I scored fifteen goals. In 69 <laughs> appearances. Make sure you pat alone, ladies and gentlemen. There you go, that was million pound drug. Look forward yeah. to a new game next week, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, good. The game next week will not be million pound drug. No. And it will be completely different to going for gold and million pound drug. Good. Excellent news. Right. Um, and now it's time for some correspondence. Right, we're going to be doing tweets and emails uh, this season, you lucky men and girls. Um, I've got one here from Mark uh, McKeegan, who says, Can we have a word for Barry Davis and his commentary stint throughout the Olympics? We certainly can, Mark. Yeah, it was excellent. And it was, it was one of those things that it was just like, come on, get him back. <laughs> There's really no need. It was, uh, the, the, Pierce was doing the football, wasn't he? It was, uh, yeah, but yeah. Then, and the, the punditry as well wasn't that great either. It was pretty much tired, same old stuff. Barry really. Davis in the hockey. Oh, it's superb, yeah. What a contrast to the previous <laughs> penalty corner. <laughs> um, we also did one with the, um, you know, there was a, the, the female um, hockey was at one point Holland versus New Zealand. They went to one of those penalty shootouts they do where they dribble the ball for a bit. Yeah. And um, it was very similar to what a contrast to the previous penalty. Was that right? When he went, um, someone smashed it from early on and the next goal <laughs> took it around the keeper and he went, 
Different tactic, usually effective. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, God bless you. And, and, and uh, you know, Gary Lineker came to be knackered. Euros. I'll tell you who was genuinely knackered, uh, Mark Chapman. Did you hear him by the end of the Five Live stuff? He's so croaky. Does he can hardly speak. He does it so much. Yeah. Um, uh, a tweet here from Charles Tilly who says, if you had to compete in an Olympic event, what would it be? Pete. I think uh, in the 1920s there was this event where um, two men would have revolvers and masks and they'd shoot wax bullets at each other um, <laughs> for seemingly no reason. There were some really creative sort of non-competitive sports as well, like landscaping and stuff. I feel like sure I should speak on behalf of the, 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 the IOC. <laughs> can, they, can this be true? The I'm almost set, I'm almost certain that that was the case. But it's if not I, anymore. If I'm wrong, if I, if I dreamt it, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. <laughs> But sh- yeah, shooting wax bullets at men. How can mm. I follow that? Yeah, go on. I was just going to say, I really enjoyed the handball. Yeah. I enjoyed the handball. But then yeah. I worried that, I, I really wanted to get into it, because I like jumping up in the air, and I think I'd be quite good in goal as well. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm good at star jumps. The goal, the goalie keeper is a, thank, is a thankless task in <laughs> <Oi>. handball. <laughs> you just get battered. May as well not be there. Yeah. I like jumping up in the air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I fear that my hands are too small do, for do the you ball. Know, do you know that, um, obviously you know this, Pete, because you were involved in, at some stage, but at each of the venues there was a... Um, a sort of master of ceremonies between the games and stuff right and, and, and I was I was caught for the volleyball mm. and so in between the sets and in between the games yeah. the matches sorry mm. this guy would come out on the big screen and he'd yeah. start chatting away and he'd, and he'd, and he'd basically try and whip the crowd mm. up the guy at the basketball was pretty good well, well this guy guy I was caught I don't know who it was guy at Hyde Park was shit that yeah. was you so I hear um, this guy I was caught he started off okay he was doing Mexican waves it's the usual sort of touristy mm-hmm. stuff you'd expect him to do but he massively ran out of steam right <laughs> so that after the second set in the second match so we'd been there a few hours probably yeah and it's obviously it's a hard job but I promise you this is true he, rather than do what he'd been doing before he, he, he just completely blanked and he was on camera on the big screen and I promise you he just went anyone here know the words to uh, Robbie Williams Angels I <laughs> <laughs> just started singing it everyone started singing it oh fair enough so I went out and watched Bradley, Bradley Wiggers in the time trial on the big screen <laughs> I was like what is happening here you missed, on a, good, you missed upon a good sing song there yeah well <laughs> such is life uh, final tweet is from Mike Horrocks who says I think we'd all appreciate an update on Pete's pianos uh, one <laughs> piano down it has gone to the recipient um, and uh, I still have one in my house so yeah why did you sell it you didn't need it I didn't sell it I, 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 I bought the pianos for someone else Oh, okay, right. That's an interesting twist. Yeah. In, in, in the saga. He's a piano pusher now. <laughs> yeah. A generous piano pusher. Pete the fence. Pete the piano fence. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, if someone does want, does want to buy a uh, Yamaha 1980s uh, Clavinova uh, with stand and pedals. Uh, which has been used by Pete Which Donaldson. has been used by Pete Donaldson. <laughs> we actually did one of the jingles on it, didn't we? Once. We did, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, we did. Um, that is uh, available, um, yeah, if, if you can pick up from North London. I ain't taking it anywhere, that's just, for sure. Just to be <laughs> clear. Unless it's the tip. We absolutely will not be giving the money to charity. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, charity of my back yeah. to my chiropractor after lifting it up the bloody stairs. <laughs> uh, we're not quite finished the tweets quite yet, though, uh, Marcus, because uh, just because you were late, <laughs> me and uh, Lukey Moore were having a look on the internet and that. Oh and uh, basically, what's happening here then? Uh, ben White, so oh God, who's a curious tweeter, isn't he? I don't yeah. know whether any of you follow him. Um, we uh, we uh, may mine his uh, tweets for a later episode, but um, we're going to go for kind of like ban- uh, Benoit Asokotu's Riddle Me This. Right. Uh, this was today's effort. With a nap, the day is not long enough. <laughs> I make a dream 
as we signed a big striker, very good, who scored many goals. But it was, full stop, a dream. LOL. <laughs> Is he this season's uh, Sammy Amiobi? I, I, th- I think so. Sammy Amiobi busted out some beauties uh, over the summer. Maybe we'll, re- we'll, re- we'll revisit that. Um, uh, shall we have one more? Just for yeah. Now? yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, very hot in Valencia before the game around 10 pm. I have a lazy day. Eat, <laughs> sleep, eat, sleep. LOL. What a program, LOL. <laughs> That is uh, Benoit Esocot who's riddled me this in association with Tresemme. All right, so. Excellent. I think it might be linked up to his brain and there's no filter. <laughs> just just churns it out like a spam bot. Yeah. Blimey O'Reilly. Well, don't forget you can um, tweet us using the uh, Football Ramble hashtag and we'll read out the best ones. Yeah. yeah. And get your emails in as well. Yes. Yeah, indeed. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it's the first profile for bloody ages. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to be a big one. It's Raul. Yeah. Come on, Raul. He's scored some goals, hasn't he? Gonzalez Blanco. Even has white in his name, because yeah. he was a big favourite with the whites of Madrid. Raul Madrid, more like. Damn right, Petey. Uh, footballing great from the modern era. And really is as well. Yeah. Like, just... Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, too post, many superlatives came into Post Ronaldo, pre Ronaldo. <laughs> You're damn right. You're damn right. Um, he was born on the 27th of June, 1977. Ten years after the summer of love. Ten years after them. Um, synonymous with Real Madrid. Mm. Um, synonymous with putting the ball in the back of the net. You're damn right. He, uh, he, he, of course, um, is from the city. Uh, his dad was an Atletico Madrid fan. Yeah, he was he was at Atletico Madrid, wasn't he? He was, yeah. And Re- Atletico Madrid had to disband their youth academy due to money troubles. Because Jesus Gil's mental, <laughs> basically. <laughs> and, it's and not got much better, has it? <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so he left and, and, and went to play um, for Real Madrid. I think it was the C team. He eventually ended up playing for They have CB and of course the A team Although you don't call it the A team It's the first team um, And he made his way through the ranks But quite quickly he started playing for the C team um, In his teens And scored 13 goals in 7 games And they thought hang on a minute here <laughs> So uh, Georges Valdano famously fast tracked him Into the first team He became Real Madrid's youngest ever player At 17 Although that record wouldn't last too long and um, hit the ground running, I think it's fair to say. Absolutely. Like a duck to water. Um, it went on to become Mr. Madrid, uh, icon, hero, goal scorer, ambassador. Yeah. <laughs> I would say saviour, but probably not. <laughs> um, but he would cement his place in, in, with all the, uh, the other all-time greats at the club, and there's been a few. Um, and uh, much of it, when he when he first started playing for the side in the mid nineties, much was made of him taking over from another Madrid great, uh, great Emilio uh, Butragueno, who finished playing for Madrid in ninety five. The vulture, the vulture. Um, and in his first season at Madrid, he uh, helped them win um, the league and scoring in his first Madrid derby, which is always going to please fans. <laughs> um, but one of his first strike partners was Ivan Zamorano, and he had a few other good ones as well while he was there. Oh, let's just all stop and think about Raul and Zamorano out front together. That's amazing. <laughs> there's, a lo- there's a lovely shot of those two taking on um, Pep Guardiola. But he wasn't a sort of an out and out striker, was he, Raul? He, I mean, he, just, he's a very think. rounded forward. I mean, yeah. he scored an incredible amount of goals, scored every type of goal as well. But yeah, he could, he could link up well, definitely. Mm. 
And he lo- he was one of those players who looked like an experienced senior player playing in a young man's body. Oh, absolutely, very calm on the ball. Didn't let anything mm. get to him. He, he hit, the, as you said, he hit the ground running straight away. But you know, like Ryan Giggs, when Ryan Giggs became when he was twenty-one or something, you looked to him as an experienced player. wasn't a young player anymore. Mm. And then you had to remind yourself, bloody, he was only twenty-one. That was like Raúl because he obviously starts young at seventeen. Yeah. Mm. But even then, like he he was a man, you know, mm. and it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, and then, of course, uh, yeah, he would start start being a regular for Real Madrid, would play some fantastic stuff. And play, his first World Cup was with um, Spain in '98, and scored a lovely volley against Nigeria. I think it was in the group stage, close range, beautiful mm. side foot. But Spain went out in the first round, and it's funny with his international career because now, of course, we think Spain are the best team in the world. But he was kind of pre that. We'll talk about that. Um, Perhaps a little bit um, later. Um, and in Euro 2000, he missed a penalty at the end of the match against France in the quarterfinals. They went out 2-1. But at this time, though, in, in around the sort of 2000 mark, if we fast forward a couple of years from the mid-90s, um, he played in the team which featured the Galacticos, the Zidane's, Figo's, Carlos, Ronaldo, and then later Beckham. Well, he was the homegrown Galactico, wasn't he? Basically? Yeah. Mm. And he held his own. He fought off some competition f- um, from Michael Owen. And it's funny, isn't it? When you think of um, you know, Brazilian Ronaldo and then what he became, and then you know Michael Owen, who's still only sort of thirty-two and was out of the club, Raúl just gone from strength to strength. Yeah, you know, and he could have he could have been a bit sulky, you know, with some of them players coming in. He could have lost his head, gone, oh, "I'm going elsewhere." Or, or well, a lesson to Michael Owen then, isn't it? <laughs> I think it was a big ego row, but I think he, his commitment to the cause was never really doubted. I mean, he's only 35 now, isn't he? Yeah, that's right. But he was, he's always been called a gentleman, you know, off yeah. the field, and, 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 and people you know, seem to like him playing on, with the number seven on his back. Yeah. Because when Beckham turned up, they were like, Ooh, yeah, you I can't mean, have the seven. Yeah. He's like, well, don't worry about it. Well, look at, look at <laughs> with, with the Schalke. Two seasons and... Uh, I'm moving forward a little bit. Yeah. Two seasons and they retired the jerseys. Like, yeah, indeed. <laughs> it's a bit much, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think that's a bit much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, he clearly, he's clearly, you know, he clearly can get the club on side, surely. Yeah, yeah. but he, uh, just so many great memories. I mean, many great performances in the Champions League as well. Oh, of course, he's, he's scored in two Champions League finals. The first player to do so. Yeah, two thousand um, against Valencia, two thousand two versus Leverkusen. That's right. Yeah, and in, on the way to two thousand, I can remember when they turned up at Old Trafford and they beat Manchester United three two. I think it was in I think quarterfinals, and he scored two goals in the first one. It was just pure class, like a bit of a curler into the corner. Yeah. And you know, and he's that type of player where you just think, why do England not produce these types? Yeah. You know, like so good. And then uh, Fernando Redondo, remember that little move? Oh, yeah. That little sort of he back heeled it through somebody's legs and then Raul was on the end of it, you know. But just a real classy, quality player. And he he loved the Champions League as well. Like three Champions League winners' medals. Um, and the Champions League's top scorer of all time mm. was, was uh, 71 goals. He, lo- he loved the chip. Oh, he did love a chip. I, I, th- I, th- I think he scored more chips than Emil Heskey scored goals. <laughs> it's a fair shout. <laughs> That's a f- I think that might be a fact. It's got to be. <laughs> yeah, I, do you know, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about it. He's, he's a top scorer in Champions League with 71 goals. Um, and it's funny, actually, because he, he only won the top scorer... In, for the Champions League in, in Champions League campaigns twice which shows you just how many times he played in the competition you know? yeah. mm. and he's the only player to have scored in 14 consecutive Champions League seasons um, I mean some stats on him at Real Madrid played for Real Madrid for 16 years mm. you know and, and one of the best teams in the world 
throughout that time. He's Madrid's record appearance holder with 741 appearances. Madrid's top scorer in all competitions with 323 goals. Uh, Madrid's top scorer in the Liga with 228. And he's only second behind Hugo Sanchez of the all-time um, in La Liga's history. Or if, if Spain's history is third, but La Liga's history is second. And only Zubi Zaretta has played more games than him in La Liga. I mean, it just... <laughs> Stick that in your fat pipe and smoke. It. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, and you do forget sometimes just how big a player Raúl was because he didn't perhaps set a tournament alight, an international tournament alight. Well, he was he was lent on an awful lot for Spain. He was very much the guy they looked at all the time. Well, he was a talisman, you know. Yeah, and then it's, later, it's, it's kind of pity that like Villa and um, maybe even Torres came in when they came. You know yeah. what I mean? To kind of chuck him out of a team that he could have gone on to continue to play for well it's a funny one because he, he's got over 100 caps but I'm pretty sure he's not played since 2006 so he yeah. effectively retired from international football there to 29 maybe 07 yeah. was it no his last game I think was the end of 06 it's they lost to Northern Ireland Northern Ireland yeah yeah but he, his last game in tournament football would have been oh tournament football the, World Cup 2006 when they got beat by France and he was subbed off mm. and uh, he looked so dejected and I think he'd been I think he'd been quite poor for Spain for a while actually it was 44 international goals 102 caps I think yeah and, and, and <laughs> but it was a, it was a brave move of Aragonés to get rid of him really but he, he was kind of like the sacrifice wasn't he for yeah. this but he's been proven right obviously of course know? yeah I mean it, it does feel a bit weird though to think that, that Raul was the sacrifice because as you say they lent on him so much yeah um, 2002 going back up years you know that was really the time when Spain pre um, all this success now we're, we're ever going to we're, we're going to do something at a tournament and they got put out in slightly mysterious fashion against South Korea yeah that was strange yeah yeah um, you know so, but he was in that tournament and 04 was disappointing and, uh, and 06 knocked out by the French again um on their way to the final, of course. Yeah, but I mean, you know, six league titles and three Champions Leagues at Madrid. Never won the Copa del Rey, famously. Um, two Pachichi Awards, which is, of course, the top scorer in Spain. But yeah, I, I think that when you think of Real Madrid, yeah, you do think of Real, but you do think of a lot of the Galacticos, you know, Zidane, Figo, Ronaldo in particular, yeah. and some of the other big players. But I, I don't know, like maybe one or two people slightly forget Raul, do you think? I, mean, he, I think, yeah, I mean, that was the era when they were obviously signed big names, big, and, but he, he held his own amongst those two. I mean, the Massively. amount of goals he scored with Figo whipping him in from the right, yeah, yeah. a deft finish. Yeah, whatever, yeah. You know, it was de- when he left Real Madrid, Ferguson famously wanted him, didn't he? That's right. He came out and said he wanted him, but ag- again, to mention Michael Owen, they signed Michael Owen instead. They mm. wanted an experienced striker, <laughs> and they, got my, they took Michael Owen. His, um, his last um, goal... Um, he was about to be subbed off because he was injured but he just got in the right place at the right time and just slotted one off that was yeah. his last touch for a Real Madrid wasn't <laughs> yeah. it yeah. easy when you know how isn't it that's right yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then of course he, he, he moved to Schalke he'd lived in Madrid all his life and it was the first time he'd moved away from Madrid mm. it was quite incredible and, uh, and went to play for Schalke 0-4 36 goals and 86 appearances and I don't think he realised just how much he would take to another club at such a late stage in his career yeah. and just how much they'd love him he scored goals and he scored good quality goals yeah. as well and, 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 and you know I mean him and um, Huntelaar up yeah. front is great <laughs> it's irresistible that yeah good. but I mean they, they won their first piece of silverware for a few years um, with the German Cup and reached the last four of the Champions League. I mean, he was great for them. Yeah. He really was. And they were great for each other. It was the perfect club to go to. Because I remember a few people, myself included, thought, oh, it's an interesting one, you know. But, you know, qualifying for the Champions League when he left, you know, I think they finished third. Um, it's just fantastic. Like, almost like a fairy tale ending in yeah. a weird sense, but not... Well, it was those performances that kind of buoyed the German Bundesliga into, uh, you know, 
people's consciences again, I think, yeah. to a certain extent. And then, uh, you know, the, the last May in 2012, he um, went to Qatari's side, Al Sad. Um, and that made me all sad. Because <laughs> he's still got a lot to offer. He does, I yeah. I don't begrudge him, he's earned the right to go and have a packet, yeah. but I mean, he, he's surely not, you know, wanting financially. Yeah, but he'll be back at Madrid, surely. In some capacity. Well, there was. I mean, if you think about it, though, I mean, was there not talk? Player manager. Was there not talk when he was at Schalke having that renaissance, getting back in that international setup? Really? Because because well, Villa got injured. You know, give oh, him, that's give, right. Give yeah. him a nod. Get him in there. Yeah, okay, it was it. only me saying that. But <laughs> I stand by it. Did you see when when him and Casillas? I do remember this like massively. Him and Casillas both got given uh, contracts for life. Oh, that's but, right. But it was the sti- with Real. But it was the stipulation that 30, yeah. um, that you had to play thirty games. A season, yeah, to get this contract for life. He's like going, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen, is it? Because uh, because well, it's like we've given him a contract for life. All the journalists' hands shoot up, thinking, what, what, forty-five playing? But he has to play thirty. Games. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when Totti was given like a ten-year contract at Roma? Yeah, and it was like when he was like twenty-nine. Was the last six or seven years are going to be like as a director or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah role absolutely magnificent, you know. And um, how many goals did he get for Real Madrid? That's what I want to know. He got uh, 323. Brilliant. Yeah, which is, as I said, you know, top scorer in all in all competitions. And like, I'm just racking my brains now to think. But there's so so many good ones. I think who was that again? You know, I remember one that sticks in the mind was the one he scored. I think against Espanyol, lovely snapshot left footed volley from just outside the area yeah. into the top corner. Loved the volley. Oh yeah, loved all sorts of goals. Mm. I loved the chip as well. Yeah, he loved yeah, to yeah. lift it over the keeper. Absolutely. Yeah, classy. Uh, and I love what um, Xabi Alonso said about him. Just quite simply, he said, Raúl represents the values of Real Madrid. He is a symbol and a part of this club's history. It isn't easy to play for Real Madrid for 16 years, but he did because he is a magnificent player. Good stuff. <laughs> and in comes Raúl to the hey. Demon Dash Hall of Fame. He was made a uh, goodwill ambassador of the United Nations. Do you want to hear who else has got that particular uh, honour? Far away. Uh, Roberto Baggio. Mm. Patrick Vieira. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, Celine Dion and Ron Keating. He's in good company. Magnificent yeah. company. Yeah. Um, what a band that would be. Hey. Hey. Life's a roller coaster. Now, um, if you want to get in touch with us, the email address is show at the com. The Twitter is at footballramble. And the website is thefootballramble.com. Loads of good stuff on there. Today, I, I, what have I put on there today? Uh, <laughs> Pele and Diego Maradona doing keepy up. Oh, that's amazing. Head tennis, yeah. yeah. They're, but they're uh, like hugging each other. They're mates. I think it might be a, a sort of a, a marketing ploy. Yeah, but it, but it was obviously a good few years ago as well. Oh, it was, yeah, yeah. But it's, um, it's strange though, isn't it, to see them all chubby? Did, did you get that text message uh, that I texted you um, of Pele in the front of, I think, Intersports on uh, Carnaby yes. Street? And it's the most Photoshop picture of Pele I think I've ever seen. He, he looks, looks like 25. Yeah. <laughs> See him hobbling out of the uh, 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 closing ceremony, yeah. opening ceremony. Yeah. <laughs> sure did, yeah. And what else have I put on there? Oh, Louis Sal's uh, horrific assault on the referee, Benfica, versus Fortuna Dusseldorf. Yeah. The worst uh, penalty in the world. Yeah, the worst penalty in the world. That's got to be checked out. Thefootballgram.com. Check it out there. Mm. And and also, um, yeah, nice, nice uh, well-written, in-depth articles on football from around the world. Absolutely. All sorts of stuff, yeah. All sorts of stuff. Um, uh, say goodbye, Pete. Mm, goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me. Nice to have you back. Cheers.
Um, uh, well, go on then. A quick prediction. Who do you think is going to win the league, Pete? Uh, I think it'd be 20 goals. What? <laughs> Hello? 20 Let, goals. Let's make it very clear that I quartered instead of halved. All right, yeah. so, you it's know. It's still sort of your fault, though, isn't it? I was going to say, I'm, yeah, not I'm, not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying I should have done that. <laughs> no. But, yeah. Because that would yeah. be mental. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.